Previously on Milkshakes and Mimosas, Andrew waxed poetic about his love for the Riverdale time jump, and special guest Alex dropped some comic book knowledge. I think sometimes it can be hard to put our faith in this town, but I think Pop created something really special here. Created a place for the lost and wayward souls of Riverdale to come to. And I think that's more than a jukebox or vinyl booths. It's like a lighthouse in the storm. Now, Pop himself is many things. He's a joker. He's a soldier. He's a cook. He's a really good listener. He's also a father. He's a son and a grandfather. And to many of us, and to me personally, He's about the only reason I made it through. You gave us a home, Pop. Thank you. One and two and three and four. There's murder and intrigue. But the kids of Riverdale are gonna be just fine. Just fine, just, just fine. There's Jughead and Betty. Welcome to another episode of Milkshakes and Mimosas. Just, you know, we're living in future time now. Or are we? Uh, we'll get into that soon to oh, try and shit. figure out the timeline of Riverdale. Uh, but yes, this is the second episode after the time jump. And as always, I'm joined with my beloved intrepid host, Jason. Hello. Oh, is Riverdale now uh, dark? Is that... Is that what's happening right now? We're we're running multiple timelines and um, you know different characters and a bunch of German people that all look the same. Is that what's happening? Um, right now? Yeah, no, oh, that's uh, that's sweet. pretty accurate. Whole bunch of dead birds. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, I'm in. And also, you just heard a wonderful giggle uh, from Valeska by other wonderful co-host. Hello, Valeska. My giggles are wonderful. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. The best giggles on the internet. Period. All right. All right Thank all you. Right. It's bad time someone recognized. Goddamn right. You know, that was a surprise. Unlike the fact that this episode opens with Jughead monologuing. <laughs> always, always. And do you know the one primary idea Jughead has when he's monologuing this time? I'm sure it's some pretentious bullshit. You know, they say you can't go home again. <laughs> and I guess that's right. And I'm like, oh, fuck off, Jughead. Just goddamn. What I love about this is that he lists all the accomplishments and occupations of the other people. But when he gets to Veronica, he just lists her as married. <laughs> yeah. She was yeah. the fucking wolf of she wolf oh, wow. of Wall Street. That's exactly. Yeah, but like here. But here's the thing. Um, Jughead has not talked to Veronica in that seven years and probably even like all through high school he probably had one or two words with her right like 
there's like no <laughs> no scenes between like Camilla Mendez and like Jughead like so probably more I mean, apt as Veronica did not have any words for Jughead. Oh <laughs> yes, I'm well no, I'm sure because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I had a lot of internal monologues. Or like, yeah. uh, anyway, so we we get this. So yeah, so last episode they were all sitting at Pops having their burgers and milkshakes and and the like, and it ended that night when they're kind of walking off and doing their own thing. We've got Archie and Veronica walking off, and we've also got Jughead and Betty walking off. We hear something about Jughead leaving Betty a mysterious voicemail on the night of his first book release that, to her, pretty much said that he probably wanted nothing to do with her anymore. He was probably um, just breathing heavily. That's probably all it was. <laughs> no, no, it, it was. It was. Pro- it's probably like Jughead was just like recreating those like old um, you know Dan Harmon uh, voicemails. <laughs> oh wow! <my> yes. <laughs> with with a little bit of Chevy Chase mixed in. With a little bit of Chevy Chase, a little bit of Chevy Chase mixed in. Um, so yeah, so it's it's uh, it's one of those things um, where they both go like, oh yes, uh, good to see you. Oh, good to see you too. And they just awkwardly walk off. Like, it's just like, oh, we're not boning anymore. This is awkward. Whoa. We, uh, we find out, um, what Veronica's last name is now. Um, what? I think that Jason should probably guess what it is. Wait, didn't we already know it was Lodge? Uh, no, no, no. Her, like her married name. Oh, 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 gotcha. And let's just say um, their last name is... Um... Let's just say that Riverdale does not know how to make a subtle allusion to pop culture. What? Gecko. She's Veronica Gecko now. The She-Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> the She-Wolf of Wall Street. She's, Veronica go- she's Gecko. Gecko. And, and yep. he, the guy she married is Chadwick Gecko. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I refuse to believe this is true. It is absolutely no, true. I, apparently, they revealed that last uh, last episode, and I kind of missed it because I was watching something, and they're like kind of running down everything, and they're like, "Oh, Veronica is now married to Chad Gecko," and I'm that's, like, "Wait, that's because your body was protecting you from the utter stupidity of fucking learning that and causing brain damage." That's it's uh well you know I already have a damaged brain, so <laughs> I got <laughs> yeah, it's too soon, these. Jason. Jesus. <laughs> Archie has had no relationships since high school, which, like, um, Veronica finds Veronica, like a, oh, what? I can't believe that. Veronica's phrasing is that uh, she, she asked if he had a swarm of lovers, which made me puke a little bit in my mouth. <laughs> a swarm? All at once? All the lovers well, came swarming in? Well, swarm is the plural of lovers in the way that, like, business is the plural for, like, a group of lemurs. <laughs> or a murder of crows. <laughs> So, are you saying lemurs are businesses? Yeah. Uh, wow. Another a murder thing. of crows, a business of lemurs, a swarm of lovers. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. It's biology. It's biology. This is the worst episode of Magic School Bus that we've ever seen. Um, but yeah, so Archie has not had any relationships since high school, which, you know, is not that surprising given that he has been at fi- fictional war for the last, fictional like, war. 20 that years. True. That is true. Who I'm knows? pretty sure that the United States has also been at fictional war for my entire lifetime, so. You know, <laughs> well, that yes. Uh, that, that, well, I mean, I guess it's a forever war, so yes, they're, exactly. they're, they're participating in it, you know. Veronica does, like, encourage him to have some flings because marriage kills your soul. <laughs> is that what she yeah. says? 
Yeah, in other in other words, in other words, Veronica wants to live vicariously through someone else getting Archie's dick. You um you marry fucking a dude with the last name Gecko, you get what you deserve. That's all I'm saying. Hey, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, Anyways, uh, you know how we talked about how the kids, the Dagwood and Juniper, were dead. We were wrong. We they're were alive. They're alive. They're alive. Yeah. But they're living at Alice's house because Polly, Polly is still living with Alice, and Alice is caring for the twins. And like for a while, I was like, "Are we gonna see the twins ever?" Because there's like four or five scenes with Alice like preparing for the twins, but the twins don't show up. Like, no, we do see them. We never, we never we, hear them, but we do we see them do. like in the background. We do. We get to see one like one shot of them, and they they literally kind of look like the shining shining twins, but like uh, ginger versions. Yeah, they're like little little ginger blossoms, and you're like, whoa, they kind of look creepy. They do because they don't say anything, and I was like, what? Why haven't they said anything? Are they just like? Did they just go in through a revolving door of kid actors, and they don't want us to get a good look at them for now until they find one they like? Or they're I, like the I bobbies from Mad Men. <laughs> Maybe they're just uh, mannequins. Um, you know, maybe uh, maybe the boys is happening again, um, and it's the twins. Um, that would have been a better sequel to the boy, anyways. The twins. Um, yeah. The boy, the boy and the girl. That's what they should have been. <laughs> the boy and the girl. Yes. In a little canoe. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's apparently that's pretty much what Alice is doing. Um, it doesn't seem like Alex. So Alice does not work for the newspaper anymore. We find that out. It's not really clear what she's doing right now. She's on the school board, so that's good. She's still the head of the PTA, but she hasn't had a child at that school for seven years. Is that normal? Well, I I don't know. I mean, maybe. I mean, Polly did miss a lot of school because of the farm. <laughs> so, like, maybe she had to go and get her she GED. She's not still in high school. Well, maybe. We don't know. No, no, no. Um, Veronica goes home and it turns out that, uh, I, we don't really know where Hiram is living because Veronica's like old house is just covered in sheets. And you know, one of those, <laughs> one of, one of those is probably like, we're the others, the, the mysterious others from, from that movie. Yeah. The others, I've only seen the, the trailers. I don't actually know what it's like. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Archie sleeps at a gym. Wow. He's still sleeping at the gym. That's fair. But he, uh, you know. You know, the one thing that we can always depend on is Jughead finding a nice, reasonable place to sleep. Where is that, Jason? Back in the sex dungeon. Under a bed. Yep. The sex <laughs> dungeon. Yeah. Well, we don't the know se- if he's under the bed. He might be on the bed now, but he's <laughs> definitely in the sex bunker. Oh, he's upgraded to yeah. on top of the fucking bed that's probably never still had a sheet washed. In. No, of course not. Of course not. And, like, the weird thing is, like, no one else has like squatted in this like place since then. Like everyone no else way. has more sense than to sleep in that area. How much? Uh, how much money? So um, we get Jughead when he's at his like at his sex bunker preparing to take a little nappy. Um, he gets a call about how much money he owes a credit card company. <laughs> Premier say, credit. He's excuse me. I'm sleeping in a sex bunker. Do you think I'm paying you back? Well, he's he lied to all of his friends and said he was living at the Five th- Seasons, and they're all like, "Oh, how is Blinter this time of year?" <laughs> he, he's uh, he's he's playing it cool, um, but yeah. So he owes nine thousand eight hundred and sixty nine dollars. Didn't he sell nice. like a book? Didn't he? Seventy six. Oh wait, he... is it seventy six? 
Yeah, seventy six. He has uh, money. He though, probably like he? spent his advance on like that old typewriter. He spent he all on. his advance on hats. Dude, he, so like, here's the thing. Like the weird thing, there's like it's, it's so strange because Jughead owes a lot of money to a lot of people. We find that out pretty clearly. He Why? doesn't look like he's got anything that is expensive in any way. Right. What does he, he doesn't bought? he looks he obviously has a drinking problem, but he ain't mm. buying expensive booze. Right? Maybe like, he gambles. May, oh oh shit. yeah, maybe. I gotta see what the dogs are doing. Go down to the old gray <laughs> he hound. lost all his the money ponies. on the puppy bowl. I remember hot dog. He was very important to me. <laughs> like, what are you what are you talking about, wine but wine oh? There ain't no hot dogs in this grace. Um, so then we cut to Betty, <laughs> Betty bringing along Kevin to pack up this FBI base, <laughs> which is just what? like, the well, FBI base has been like sitting there for seven years. And since she happens to be in Riverdale, the FBI was like, you may as well close that up now. <laughs> yeah. But like, it's got all of these very confidential things involved. And she's like, yo, Kevin, why don't you help me clean it up? He does, obviously, but it's so fucking weird. Um, when they're when they're kind of cleaning up, they find out that uh, you know old Charles in charge, the fucking bitch that he is, was recording them all, um, which got mm-hmm. a, a a replay of one of our favorite uh, Riverdale masterpiece uh, theater lines. Uh, what was that, Valeska? No, bitch. It's your sister, and you're dead to me now. Mm. Yeah, yeah. One of the Halloween. Best. Of, yes. The, yeah, you you don't you remember that that like when uh, you know when Laurie Strode calls calls her friends and she's, you're dead to me now and then it turns out oh wow <laughs> she was totally dead in real life too. Um, anyways, How could I forget? Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, now we get <laughs> our first example of river piece masterpiece. Nope. I like River Peace. Nope. I lied. I lied. This is not. This is too early. Hiram is <laughs> Hiram is a bitch for much of this episode, but this is not his particularly bitchy. Line. I do like River Peace Theater, though. I do. River Peace fan. Theater. Well, that's what it is. Bam. River Peace Theater. Anyways, uh, yeah. So the important part of the uh, setup there is that um, you know Betty feels bad that uh, you know she was mean to her sister. I guess. Um, so, uh, Ver- uh, Veronica kind of goes to Hiram and is like, I want back in on the lodge business. And Hiram's like, no. So she's like, oh, fine. Can we talk about why she wants back in? I'll she says that she and Chadwick are looking for a weekend home, possibly in Riverdale. A fucking what? weekend home. A Not weekend. a summer home. A weekend home. A weekend home. In Riverdale, of all fucking places. Yeah. Who the yeah. fuck wants to live in Riverdale at this point? What we'll the get fuck to is that. a weekend home? We'll get to that. We'll get to that. So, um, you know, Jughead is is drinking at at, at Tony's bar, uh, and he kind of goes like, "Hey, Tony, like, think I can become a bartender here? I need some quick cash. Like, I'm, you know, I'm I'm hard up." Tony goes, "Fuck you! You're lucky I'm even serving you, you little bitch. We all read your shitty book." <laughs> and then you're like, "Oh, whoa, oh, okay. What's going on with this book?" We get I love some Tony. Ba- I love Tony. We get some amazing reveals. Okay, so. <laughs> We get Fangs. Fangs comes along, and then, uh, oh goodness gracious! Why do I always forget his name? Sweet Pea. Sweet, Sweet Pea, Pea comes. Yeah, so Sweet Sweet Pea comes along, 
and they're both uh, they both like join Jughead on the other side of the bar, and they're just talking about what their character names were in the book, right? It's so bad. So it's again, I want. I'll tell you all of this and then remind you of the scene from last episode. So he renames the serpents the vipers. Okay. Apparently okay. he was apparently he was pretty uh, shitty about uh, about their traditions and made fun of them. So that kind of pissed people off. Okay. He renamed Fangs Toothy. <laughs> toothy. <laughs> and he renamed Sweet Pea Popeye. And apparently Popeye. this is a good book. Uh, no, because Sweet Pea is because Sweet Pea is like the baby and Popeye yeah, is that yeah, baby? yeah yeah. Valeska, uh, 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 this is not only a good book. This is a sexy book. Do you not remember this book is you can go to hell. so sexy that I got well Popeye and to- or Sweet Pea or Popeye and Toothy have some you know <laughs> like deep, okay like deep you could intercourse. be you could be no but here's the thing you could be the greatest erotica writer of all time. Like you could be the Ken Russell of erotica writers. And he wow. Get, Boring. Get Ken Russell. Oh, sorry. What do you mean? <laughs> Anyways, um, you could be really good at erotica writing, but there's no way that you could make Toothy hot, right? Like you can't be like Toothy slowly caressed the leaven of it all. Well, I mean, the sexy what, what part of it was Kevin? the like Cheryl and Tony stuff. Well, yeah, but oh. if he's got Fang, if he Fangs is in there, he's he's getting down with Kevin at least as long as like you know. You mean yeah. Kyle? No, it's probably That's... like Levin. Like, oh yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm just saying, Bevin. Toothy Beaver? is Beaver? not someone named Toothy is not giving me fellatios. All I'm saying. <laughs> Toothy gives <laughs> fellatio to Bevers. Um, but yeah, it's just it's very weird. It's very weird. They don't really say what the main cast was named. Um, so I'm kind of uh, hoping that that's like a subtle reveal down the road. Like, what did he call Tony and Cheryl in that? Like every episode, we get like another character name reveal. Just what do we think? <laughs> somebody, somebody's like, like Jughead like goes up to Sheriff Kelly, be like, "Hey, can I get your hand?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, uh, I'm sorry, Sheriff Geraldo isn't gonna help you." <laughs> Geraldo. <laughs> Oh, God. And he's like, look, look, I was mainly talking about Capone's fault when I made that name. He was only partially blamed, only partially about you and your ineffectiveness at police work. Yeah. And that oh, wonderful God. mustache that you have as well. Yes, of course. Um, I've never actually seen so, a photo of Geraldo there, but. Oh, you you haven't? He has an no. excellent mustache. Glorious mustache. It's got it's more like hair than it does. full and bouncy. <laughs> it is bouncy. <laughs> sounds like it's got more character than uh capone's vault did pantene Uh, soft you just want to like run your fingers through it you know all right all right bonk waving in the wind bonk (laughs) you're both in horny jail (laughs) (laughs) i am not horny i am not thirsty all right (laughs) look you are going all toothy and popeye all over fucking i call toothy okay Calm down, both of you. <laughs> now we get our very first actual River Peace Theater. No, we don't. <laughs> we have a new. We have a new. Um, we have a new Tate because you know there was Pop Tate, right? Oh, I thought you said we have a new Taint. I was like, what? <laughs> no, 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 no. You're always here. We always have a new. <laughs> uh, <laughs> True. Tabitha Tate is Pop Tabitha Tate. I told you that this was. She's way cooler. 
She's the I, coolest character told, on the show yes, so far. This She's like is legit. a Doctor She's Who situation. They replaced Potts with a woman. You know why we love Tabitha so much? She calls Jughead out on not ever paying for shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, she basically says, like, no fucking shit. You're fucking no running taps here, little bitch. And then Jughead's like, but can I please have a job? I just need no jobby, please. Have She's also like, say. you can't stay here for six hours and just order coffee. Yeah, and I was like, look, you know, I, I did that back in the day at Starbucks when I was poor student, but, um, you know, Starbucks we, is rich. Can you Don't clarify for me? Maybe maybe you guys covered that. Well, why is, if Jughead's like, they want money from, why is he here? Why doesn't he just leave? No, but he, because he was, he was in New York. He yeah, left New why York. did he come back here? Because he to was, save asked the to by, was asked to by Archie. So Jughead has no ambition towards life. Jughead <laughs> just, does not have any ideas for nobody a book. likes him. No nobody one likes wants him. him. He nobody can't wants afford him. to be there. Yeah. No, of course. All of this is true. All of this is true. Fucking well, I mean, okay, else. he can't afford his rent in New York, and there's probably not a sex bunker there, so he has to be in Riverdale, otherwise he has nowhere to sleep. True. Oh, oh, summer child, believe me, there are plenty of sex bunkers in New York. He's um, so lovely. <laughs> so cultured. They're much more, yeah, they don't want him there. He's not even good enough to be in the fucking sex bunkers in New York. Yeah, the New York sucks sex bunkers, like, as a bunch of run by a bunch of Cenobites, and they're like, "Mm, no, there are sites that you're not allowed to show. (laughs) Um, So Hiram shows up to the White Worm to talk about the school with Tony. We find out that they only have about 100 students, which seems very low to me. But he wants to offer them all a scholarship to Stonewall Prep, which, apart from the murder ring, is actually a very cool and generous offer. Is but, it though? Stonewall, the preppies sucked though. But I mean, it's better than the alternative, which is that Tony takes the moral high ground and denies the students the chance to have a world class edu- education. Okay, but world class to Stonewall prep, like, let's not, maybe not world class. And instead wants to keep them at Riverdale High, where they have like Kevin teaching five classes. Mm. Yes, I mean, they do. It's, it's which the, I'm sure he's fine. But he's also really overworked. They're not getting the kind of education they could be getting elsewhere. I'm just saying. It's the United States. There's no such thing as a world-class education here. Um, but, you know, you're probably right. It's probably a cut above everywhere else, right? You know? Mm-hmm. It's true. But it's not. You're all wrong. Um, so Sheriff Keller is uh, visited by Archie. And Archie's like, man, we got to save my house. And Sheriff Keller's like, dude, I'm like the only person at this place now. Like, there's no one else. This entire office, that's it. I'm that. I'm the, that's the whole thing. The only other, like, member of law enforcement is a private security firm run by Reggie for fucking Hiram Lodge. So, like, there's, like, nothing that I can do. So then, um, Archie know, tells Tom Keller to dust off his Kevlar and prepare for war. Because yeah. apparently he's, like, the super sheriff now. <laughs> yeah. And, like, and again, Sheriff Keller goes along with this. And, like, again, it's got to just be like, look, man. Just, I want someone to just kill me at this point. I have this terrible job. I'm the only fucking police officer for an entire county. They literally say an entire county. I mean, big space. If I was in Riverdale for a week and a half, I'd be begging somebody to kill me as well. That's true. (laughs) Anyways, they're going to go break the, uh, you know, they're going to break into that drug den eventually. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Veronica calls someone named Trudy and secures a job as a sports sports agent at the Morris William Agency. Not William Morris. (laughs) Morris William. So she's not an uncut gem anymore. No, that's bullshit. Honestly, I have no idea what that's a reference to. 
I know that's Morris? why I decided to talk about that because I what's didn't, a, wouldn't what, written what it down. What is a Morris William? What is William that? Morris is an actual agency. Morris what William is a well. It's like agents for, for talent, what? entertainment, mm. sports, acting. Oh, okay, I get it now. Um, so she's trying to book a flight to L.A., which I guess is that that's where this Morris William that is correct happens. Um, but her credit cards are frozen. Her American Excess credit card has been cut yes, off. Yes. Again, uh, American Excess card, which does, again, <laughs> prove that this is the same universe as Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives, um, as they also have American Excess in that movie. Um, so she calls up Chad, and Chad's all like, Oh, my goodness. What could have happened? I, I haven't the faintest clue. I will handle it. I will handle it. And then you will, you know, we'll talk about this when you... Get back to New York. And she's like, I'll be a little bit for getting back to New York, okay? Peace the fuck out. Leave me alone. So Veronica is, you know, she's kind of feeling the heat from Chadwick. This guy's being a little bitch. So she's got to do an old favorite. Well, so at first Smithers comes in to tell her she's being watched by a black sedan with tinted windows. So she's like, I'm going to have to dust off an old friend. Her yes. old friend is her $10 blonde wig. Yeah, so I, I, well, man, if it was $10, like, that would be impressive. It, it looks even it worse now than terrible. it did, like, in the last episode we saw it. It it's is so truly bad. terrible. It's so bad. It's so bad. So, anyway, sorry. I, one, it was a surprise to me see Smithers back. That was cool. I was happy Smithers, about that. Smithers, like, disappeared after season one, I believe. And then. Was it that was, far ago? Yeah, well, because he was replaced by that, like, a big old capo man that was, like, mm. super super buff that like uh i think got killed and that was like one of the or no 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 he that super buff guy was the one who killed the man that archie got um you know wow. framed for and set the juvie um and then that guy kind of just disappeared and then smithers again has just not appeared and now i'm sure it's a new actor um it would have to be because the other smithers was an ancient so um, you know, it's whatever. But I was like, oh, Smithers, he's back. He's back. According to Wikipedia, it's the same actor. Oh, nice. Good for <laughs> him. Oh, Good look him. at me. Oh, look at me. I'm doing uh, research. <laughs> oh, yes, I am Jason. I will correct you on your mistakes. That is me, Jason. And this is my real voice. Um, so... so Veronica puts on her $10 wig and goes to a pawn shop to sell the pearl wig. necklace and a Glamberger egg. And the dude offers her 20K, but she pulls a boss move and she's like, I'll take 30,000 cash immediately. And he gives it to her. And then she also asks him for a tasteful, discreet, ladylike revolver. <laughs> is that how she describes it? Yeah. Yes. That's, yeah. Literally, that's literally how she describes that's, it. Um... Where the fuck is she getting all of the Glamberger eggs? I don't know. Maybe Hermione left one behind. Left them? <laughs> maybe <laughs> she has a Glamberger chicken that lays them. Ooh, Yes. That's my head cannon now. It's a bedazzled uh, chicken that just lays eggs. I bet it's gorgeous. Gorgeous. <laughs> Excuse me, what is a ladylike revolver, Valeska? Isn't that like kind of like, you know? Um, it's sequined and tiny. Betty has a nightmare. Betty has a nightmare about TBK. Ah, oh, she wakes up with the trash bag killers looking at her in the bed and she goes, Wah! 
That's actually a very cool shot. I was impressed. It's a pretty cool shot, but it, like now the trash bag killer is pretty much Bob from Twin Peaks. He just shows up looking creepy in the corner. Does he have? Oh. Is he wear? He's wearing a trash bag. Yes, he's wearing yeah, yeah, yeah. cut in it so he can look out of the. Well, trash yeah, bag. yeah, yeah. Just looking through a fucking trash. Is bag. it one trash bag or does he have multiple? Um, is it like? It looks like it's, it's uh, at least. We're two. not sure. It looks hmm. like it's maybe two or three. It's hard to tell. Are these um, um yeah. Oscar know. the Grouch next level? Really <laughs> are these on. like um hefty flex uh bags like the ones they, that... they very well could be. Oh, okay. Just curious. Yeah, it sounds like a real Do you fucking... think do you think they're Febreze You it? you sound like you are the trash bag killer <laughs> and you want us to compliment He <laughs> sounds like he's an aspiring trash bag killer and he's trying to like do his research. You're like, oh look, I you know, I, I may be murdering people in a trash bag, but do you not appreciate the fact that there was glad brand? <laughs> did you not did you not catch the flowery scent coming off the bag? Yes, exactly. I was just wondering if people were standing around like, do you smell that? It smells like Febreze in here. And then he just shows up with a fucking knife. Look, like, I know that the most prominent smell is the decaying flesh, <laughs> but you have to ignore that. Go past that and get to your senses. It's like a fine wine. You have to really mm-hmm. breathe in the Febreze. I mean, he's got to love trash bags if he's going to become the trash bag killer, right? Yeah, maybe. Or maybe, like, I don't know, Trash Bags killed his dog when he was a little <laughs> It could go either way, really. <laughs> trash Bags killed his dog? <laughs> we, don't, we don't know. Um, so Betty hears noises. Um, she goes downstairs with a gun because, you know, that's what you do. Not a revolver, I'd like to point out. Well, no, of course not. She's not living in a freaking... She's not playing Psycho right now. Is, is it ladylike or is it? Uh, no, it's a just a, it's a, it's FBI utilitarian. Um, is what okay. it is. Sure. Yeah, okay. she almost shoots her sister because that's what happens when you have guns in the house. That's right. Yeah, exactly. This is why gun safety is an important thing. Um, but Everyone, anyways. look it up. <laughs> look up gun safety <laughs> now. Google now. Now. Betty goes. Oh, I'm sorry, Polly. I didn't mean to accidentally shoot you, but it is three a.m. Look, how about we just have a cup of tea and talk this over like sisters? I know I was really bad to you when you were teenagers, and I know I was all like, oh, you're dead to me now, but like, you know, we were all going through shit then. I'm sorry. Let's just be better sisters. And they're like, oh, wow. Okay, there you go. I think that's good advice for everyone. Be better sisters. You know what I mean? It's true. That's a t-shirt. No, it's, yes. Hiram. So. Did I just end the podcast? <laughs> end the podcast. Good night, Hiram everybody. starts to try and shit on Tony because Tony did not take his uh, offer to go to Stonewall Prep as, a, as like a counselor and to make all those students get, you know, get scholarships. Um, so now he's putting out hit pieces against her in the newspaper and I think the hit piece is like, oh, the school counselor is at a bar doing snake dances. The humanity. She can has a good be- line, though. Can you believe this lady is dancing with snakes? What is that line, Felisco? If Hiram Lodge is trying to drag down the Serpent Queen to his level, he's going to get himself bit. Oh, shit. Toothy. Oh, shit is right. <laughs> Toothy, you might say. <laughs> Oh, we also found out that Polly's working at a nightclub called The Roving Eye. 
which is apparently very sketchy. That does not sound like a nice place for women to visit, the roving eye. <laughs> what? The roving eye. Like, literally, that the first draft, someone put the whispering eye, and someone was like, no, dude. no." no well, the first thing I thought of was, like, One-Eyed Jacks from Twin Peaks. Mm, maybe that's I'm true. sure that's what it's That's a not a good to. place for women to be either. So. Yeah, so Alice yells at Betty for judging people for doing their best in Riverdale. Um, excuse me, the whispering eye. Uh, eyes can't whisper. I don't know if you know this or not. <laughs> so uh, Jughead is at the bunker, and he's pretending he's at a hotel. He's talking to his agent, and he was asked to pretty much write Pops like uh, speechy speech for his retirement party. So he's gonna send that to his his you know his agent in order to maybe like make it so that you know his agent is, like, not on his ass so much. So they're like, hey, I'm not a one-hit wonder. Look, I wrote a retirement speech for an old man. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be very convincing. Like, Jughead, shouldn't you be just, like, writing somewhere instead of hanging out in a sex bunker? You know He's what I mean? He's trying to. He's trying to write. He's not doing mm. a good job. Yeah. Um. So, um. you know, Reggie shows up to help Archie inspect the house because he's like, look, uh, there's something illegal going on here. We'll we'll evict your tenants. So, like, they go. Fucking landlords. They go. They don't find, like, anything that's drugs, but they do find what has to be a thousand other lease violations. Like, there's fucking writing on the wall. They're, like, destroying shit. They're, like, playing music at 2,000 deathables. Deathables? Deathables. They're literally murdering people with their music. Um, That's awesome. Deathables is a great name for a horror movie about a song that kills people. Hey, well, now you owe me because I just copyrighted it. Um... So yeah, so that happens, uh, and then J- Jughead is almost, uh, sorry, and then Archie's almost like, hmm, wow, Reggie, this is a surprise. Almost like somebody tipped them off, and he like gives them a look, and he's like, oh. Reggie just smirks. And Reggie's all like, who? I have a ponytail now. <laughs> <laughs> Walks away. He does have a ponytail now. I just want to add it. It's so it looks terrible. It's a terrible ponytail. But guess who Archie sees in the back of the house as he's leaving? Hmm. The trash bag killer. <laughs> I mean, maybe we don't know who it is, so oh. it's possible. Just let's just. But who say, does he recognize? This person Ooh. wants a cracker. Polly. Yeah, <laughs> it's Polly. And by cracker, I mean fizzle. Jingle jangle. Jingle jangle. <laughs> Shit. Uh, yeah, I forgot which drugs they were doing. They're probably doing them all, but anyways. Um, so Jughead is having an interview with Pops for the uh, waiter position, and it's interrupted by the two men, the two evil debt collectors who uh, we saw last episode, and they, they like literally show up, and they, they are like basically like, we break your legs. Where's the Jughead? Did you see this man? You see this Jughead? And Jughead like hides behind the counter, and like Pop takes, like on like, the floor. Yeah, Jesus. on the floor. He's <laughs> he's do. also he also does have a toothpick in his mouth. Important to note, so he can do his little. Spray. Important to know as well. Debt collectors never look down, so you can always hide on the ground. You can just lay down, and they'll never see you. How would they find him in Riverdale? I don't understand. <laughs> well, I mean, if somebody has only two places they go to, right? Like the only. So here's the thing. Jughead's probably lived in Alphabet City for I don't know A to Z amount of months, but. Um, you know, he probably only goes to two places, 
his apartment, the bar, and then if you have those two places, you look at those two places, the other place is probably at his pops. He probably still goes or to Or the pops. sex dungeon. Yeah. Well, they don't know about the sex bunker, but they do know about pops because it's the most obvious thing about them. Maybe he has, like, mini pops in his, uh, in his like, uh, apartment. Like, we didn't see that Like last the little bobbleheads? No. Well, one, yeah, but he recreated like a it. Like a Funko Pop? With, with, he's got fucking pop. <laughs> he's a Funko Pop Pop. <laughs> pop Funko Pop. Pop Pop. Uh, but no, he's, like, recreated it with, like, cardboard, and it's, like, really sad. It's like... <laughs> And he just like types away and he's like, I'm at Pops. Wow. I'm so enjoying this burger. It's great. This is and the saddest they... thing I've ever heard. <laughs> when they broke it. And he's just eating McDonald's. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm being at McPops. It's so good. Oh, no, no. He just calls McDonald's Pops. He just goes into <laughs> McDonald's. They're like, for the last time, this is McDonald's, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Please just give me a burger and don't make me pay. Last time, I'm not going to tell you anymore. You can't sit at the fucking counter, okay? What if the, what if the, what if the debt collectors were actually hired by Pop because he never paid for his burger? That is amazing. And he owes $9,876. So full of burgers. <laughs> he just burgers. He owes, he owes more And milkshakes. Come on, be fair. Fair, fair. Fair. But no, no, uh, yeah. So he, yeah. So the debt collectors uh, are are you know waved off by by the Tates. They're like, no, no, fine, no. We've never even seen Jughead. Who? Who could that man be? And they're like, all right, if he shows up, here's a letter. Here's our number. Just call us. So when uh, when Jughead kind of gets up, uh, Jughead is like, hey, uh, I would still love that waiter job, and you know. Um, you can call those guys, tell them I have a job, and then give half of my wages to them so they won't break my legs. Doesn't that sound good? So they're going to give him, like, $4 an hour? Oh, God. I mean, one, this is this is Riverdale. Who knows, right? Like, Riverdale probably is like, well, uh, here's the thing, Jughead. Um, we're so retro, we literally pay you the amount that 50s waitresses made. So... Just regular, so just regular America. I think Tabitha Tate uh, hired the debt collector to fucking collect on uh, the burgers, the burger money. I mean, that would make sense. That would make sense. She is a boss. So now Veronica's hanging out with Reggie and trying to buy a car from him. She wants like uh, like an old retro car. I no, she wants a not flashy car. She says. Oh right, sorry. And I just I was just like, oh, she wants a not flashy car. She's just gonna get the car from Psycho. That's what I thought. (laughs) So so Reggie. So in this world, Reggie's dad is owns the car. Owns is that? Well, well, yeah. Because uh, remember, they Reggie stole. We Reggie stole from him like a few seasons ago. Like he literally did a heist against his dad and stole all of his money. Heist against his dad. Yeah, with with the guns and shit. With mm-hmm. Veronica, I think. But now he runs the place, so Reggie now runs it. Reggie now has like twenty jobs, which is you know kind of impressive. But mm, okay, um, good for him. I think he's, he's said, a high achiever. Look, yeah. look, if you if you really if you really need help, go to your dad. Your dad will help you. I swear. Just go talk to him. And then she's like, fine, fine. Spoken like a rich piece of shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now we get our actual first instance of River Peace Theater. No takey-backsies because Archie tells Betty about something he saw. 
You're sure you saw Polly? No doubt about it. So she's hanging out with the ghoulies, probably using. Seems like that's a safe bet. I'm, I'm sorry, Betty. I'm not sorry. I'm pissed. So my question is, when do we kick their asses? Wow, you know, it, it only took me three tries, uh, but I did eventually get it right um, and finally figured out where we actually put River Peace Theater. So. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this leads to the dumbest scene in television history. No, I kind of loved it. Wow, uh-oh. They, so they are going to do an illegal entry of this place looking for, um, you know, looking for drugs, basically. Wait, which looking place? Looking for drugs, but also breaking a few bones. Which place? Yeah. They're very clear about uh, that. Archie's old house. Okay, okay. The, the that, gym? That's, yeah, they're going to no, do a sweep of the no, ghoulies. No, no, no. The, so the ghoulies now run Archie's old house. That's what I meant when he uh, got, gotcha. he got, he got uh, Reggie to go take a look, and Reggie's like, I didn't find any drugs. I him. understand. Yep, yep. Yeah, so he's trying, because he's a shitty landlord now, I guess. So, so they do this like violent and epic sweep that's shot to look like a one take thing, like that episode of True Detective yeah. in season one. Uh-huh. Okay, but here's the thing: they are violating many laws, right? Because you obviously you can't. Enter, oh, 100 percent. You can't enter a home without a warrant. You, uh, you know, you obviously can't work with a um, a bike gang that literally says they're going <laughs> to break the legs of suspects, right? But, but it's know, okay because Betty is wearing a very <sighs> significant piece of clothing, and that makes it all fine. FBI jacket? She's literally wearing her <laughs> FBI fucking jacket. Yeah, I knew it. So everything is legit. Yeah, I mean, that's what the FBI does, Andrew. I know that in Canada you guys have laws that you follow, but if you are a uh, police officer or an FBI agent, the laws don't apply to you. That's just the way it works. I also so. love that the soundtrack to the scene is Hold On, I'm Coming by Sam and Dave. It is amazing. I'm going to assume that's a real band. Are you hear me? <laughs> Look it up. You know the song. It's on Spotify. It's great. <laughs> oh, yes. I, I know. You know, you got me. I literally know every song on Spotify. You will know the song. Believe me. <laughs> Anyways, they found Jingle Jangle, and they found the lab, which they're like, hey, Betty, is this good enough? And she's like, yeah, this is great. This is awesome. My my entire criminal shit is all worth it. We can now kick them out. Archie can get his house back. Wow. <laughs> Even though, like, you know, just kicking a tenant out does not instantly mean you could just move in. But anyways, I guess they Plus, like, there was a lot of assault happening. Oh, there was a lot of assault happening. It was like, you know, again, I guess this is just real America at this point, but, um, you know. Also, you know what? As the, I don't know about, like, American tenant laws, but as, like, the landlord, couldn't Archie have just said he was moving a family member in and then he'd be able to evict them? Because that's what you can um, do in Canada, as I far guess, as I know. I guess, I don't know if he is actually the landlord. Cause well, couldn't it, he just call Mary? Well, no, but what I said is, like, why did he have to bring Reggie in? So Reggie must have been the land like must actually own it now that doesn't make sense but but like do you none of this makes sense well no of course not none of this makes sense uh guess what um you fuck we'll we'll get to the timeline shit at the end but yeah none of this fucking makes sense but um because at the end uh of like the pre-time jump episode they sold the house pretty much and they like they were in the process of selling the house um so presumably 
when Hiram was trying to buy all of the fucking places that he could, he probably bought it. So I don't know. But Wait, we so don't, then, we'll. okay, never mind. None of this, I'm not going to even bother. So it's, Hi- this is all stupid. But then it would make less sense. So like, who the fuck knows? I don't fucking But know. maybe Hiram owns it, and because Reggie is like Hiram's dude, that's the... Yeah, it just still doesn't explain how uh, apparently Archie can just move into it instantly after he. Yeah, exactly. That it's this is ridiculous. This show, man. This is a show where Archie fought a fucking bear. Okay, can we invisible bear? That's true. Can we move past these uh, flaws of logic, please? It's true because we we uh, we are approaching one of the best character names in history that we'll rant about and yell about for twenty minutes. So better than Toothy. Oh, yes. Um, so before we get to that, uh, Betty calls the wandering eye. And the, the roving, roving eye. eye. Sorry, the, the roving wandering eye. eye. <laughs> <laughs> the wandering eye and is like, hey, uh, my name's Polly and I'm wondering what my schedule is. And like, if she actually worked there, the person would be like, you don't sound anything like Polly. But luckily, Polly doesn't work there anymore. Polly hasn't worked there Oh, shit. What is Polly doing with her time? We don't know. Oh, my God. Anyways, now we cut back to the school where we have um, our second piece maybe, of river piece. Maybe Polly is um, undercover for the FBI. Maybe. Or bus. maybe she's going to, like, uh, become Pollyanna. Isn't that what happened? Isn't that one of the characters' names in Showgirls? No, wait. Someone calls someone Pollyanna. Yeah, that's not. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I remember doing that line reading. Wow. I just, I don't know. I wanted to make a Showgirls reference, as we always do. Anyways, uh, we're gonna do another River Peace Theater. Bad news. Two more teachers that defected to Stonewall Prep. Miss Crouton and Mr. Cedars. Damn it. Miss Crouton, that backstabbing. We've got a bigger problem. I had one of my girls break into Hiram's office to see what dirt we could use against them, and she found his secret agenda for the town hall meeting. I love that it feels like we're in an episode of Succession right now. And besides deciding about Riverdale High... Hiram is putting forth a vote to unincorporate the town. It was the best of times. It was the time before we knew the name Miss Crouton. It was the best of times. It was the blinter of times. Damn that Miss Crouton. Miss Crouton. Who the fuck named a character Miss Crouton? (laughs) That's the most insane name. Was it you, Jason? Yes. It was my I idea. Were you I did it for shitty, the show. Were you eating like a shitty piece of salad? <laughs> Why does it have to be a shitty salad? Right. Why couldn't it be a good one? Maybe I enjoy croutons. Oh, my God. There's a podcast called Sex Archie. Oh what? God. I'm what? also I'm on that. We I've, I I I looked up uh, Miss Crouton to see if they're a Riverdale thing. <laughs> but did they take away our Archie fucks and try to make it? Oh my god! Yeah. I told you should have hung on to that name. Uh, yeah. So that was that's crazy. Um, yeah. So Hiram wants to unincorporate the town and likely has the votes to do it. So Riverdale might actually be in peril. He wants to unincorporate the town. 
So they need to find an investor to fund the school if they make it private, and that way they can hire people who are unqualified to teach because that's a much better idea than accepting full scholarships for students to Stonewall Prep. There's so much. I am pressed about why, this. Why? Why? What? If you're a mayor of a town, can you just be like, you know what, bitch? We're unincorporated this. I don't want to fucking go do this job anymore. Okay. I mean, you could absolutely do that. So, like, the mayor of uh, New York, uh, I don't know, Moneybags McGee? I don't know who's the mayor of New York. I feel now. like that might be a type, like a tougher sell than unincorporating a small town like Riverdale. But he could just, but he could if he had the votes. Like, he would just show up and be like, yo, New York's not a thing anymore. Now it's just old New York. I mean, I'm not a city lawyer, so. Maybe, maybe, uh, I guess that's how, um, you know, Escape from New York happened. Someone was just like, hey, we're unincorporating New York and making it a prison, mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's probably what, oh my God. I think that what's hi- that's what Hiram is doing. Oh my God. What if Riverdale becomes like a giant prison? Whoa. Cool. Anyways, it's probably not going to happen, but it could. Anyways, um, that's cool. Anyways, um, so Veronica finally visits Hiram to ask for his help, which leads to our third. Yeah, bitch. We got three today. Versions of River Peace Theater. Let's go. So, just to be clear, you're officially asking me for my help? Sure. Yes, I am. Well... In that case, no. Come again? Remember, you called me a dog. And you told me that I needed to be taught a lesson? It was about seven years ago. You were cruel, Veronica. Brutal. When my body was just a mass of bruises. Well, now it's my turn to teach you a lesson. I warned you from the start that no one outside this family would understand the Lodge ambition. You made your bed. You'll have to deal with Chad yourself. And if that means you have to crawl into the mud to do it, then so be it. You are a Lodge, after all. You never had any intention of helping me, did you? You just wanted to hear me beg. I assume you don't need my help finding the exit. I'm still bitter about sex, Archie. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> Andrew, this is a good do you remember, line. Do you remember when you called me a dog 15 years ago? Not yeah. happy about it still. Just letting you know. Yeah, well, you know, I did that two years ago. And, um, <laughs> I did it 15 years ago. Oh, You're okay. Confusing yeah. us. Okay. That, how yeah. dare you? How, how dare. Jesus. Yeah, so that was crazy. I mean, like, good on him. I think Hiram is actually right in this uh, in this sequence because, like, she was so shitty to him. She was, like, so shitty to him the last time that they met. She was such an asshole. Wasn't she trying to, like, save him from trying to heal his unknown disorder by, like, kicking the shit out of people? Right, I mean, but it didn't work, clearly. It made him more. It made him worse. So tough love doesn't work, guys. I feel like her heart was in the right place. Oh, I mean, that's what they said about Archie Bunker. And, you know, you know what he did. <laughs> what did he do? Wow. 
<laughs> what did he do? <laughs> you know. You made that sound like at the end of Archie Bunker's life he went on like some kind of murder spree. You guys know. <laughs> I don't know. Wasn't he like super racist? Well, yeah. yeah, that was the point of the show, but he made it sound like he snapped and fucking murdered a bunch of children or something. You you know that last episode. <laughs> We're talk about it. Anyway. Um, we do we did we get like a brief mention of Hermosa during like during the initial uh, talk about her wanting to rejoin the family? Like, does he like briefly I... mention Hermosa's back in Miami or something? He mentions Miami. I don't think he mentions Hermosa. Hermosa's just gonna show up again with a silence pistol. Oh God, I hope so. She's I probably love just her. gonna like I miss she, her so much. She's probably just gonna like shoot Chadwick. <laughs> Chadwick is gonna come out. <laughs> oh my God! Like, I would love that. Call me Florida because I have a high death rate for geckos. And then she like shoots. <laughs> Did you just think of that? Yeah. <laughs> you are brilliant. Call me Florida. <laughs> I was trying to think of a place that had geckos. <laughs> I mean, she's from Miami. And she lives in Miami, so. Yes. Damn, there you go. Then we get Betty confronting Polly at the dinner table about her not working at the the place anymore. But she does this in front of the entire family, which is like. Inappropriate. Very inappropriate and dumb. Including her kids. Her kids are sitting there, and she basically goes, Your mom doesn't have a job. Your mom is dumb, and she doesn't have a job. Is this the part where she like where she accuses her of being like a drug user or like a sex worker? She does kind of insinuate that, yes, and again in front of her kids. Unacceptable, Betty. Even though her kids are definitely just the kids from The Shining that like got out of the Overlook Hotel and like dyed their hair, it's still wait. Do you think that other people can't see them? Yeah, maybe yeah. that's why no one talks to them. We're the only ones that can see them. Oh my god! Come, come play with us, Betty, forever and ever. Caramel and Arch- is here with us. <laughs> Caramel is here. She's got such a sweet, sweet fur. The coat is beautiful. <laughs> Don't you want to see it? Don't you want to pet it? Don't you want to pet it? We're nothing like that devious trash bag killer you are so concerned with. <laughs> We'd never use Glad. We have much better brands. Uh, anyways, um, we have uh, Archie and Betty are, you know, cleaning up after after they just broke a bunch of laws, bones, and, and bones a bunch of <laughs> illegally. And you know what's the best cure for breaking bones? Put, put um, them, a put, cast? Putting them back together <laughs> via sex? I don't know. Oh, that, wow. that didn't Boning? work. They boned up. They bo- so, <laughs> so they In the boned. shower. They decided to go clean up together. Yeah, they have steamy shower sex. And it's, it's like, actually a pretty hot scene. They're boning in the shower. And then they get out of the shower and they're both like, yeah, that was fun, but we're still friends. Yep, we're still friends. We just fuck sometimes. They're super chill about it and I love that. Yeah, Yeah, it was just chill. It was like, oh, wow. Like modern politics coming into a Riverdale episode? Who'd have thought? That was cool. Good job. Good job for them. Now we get our motherfucking... Oh, sorry. This is actually the scene that opened up this episode. So we get to... uh... 
figure out um, what Jughead has to say about the uh, the life of Pop Tate as he retires. And we don't need to pause for that because you you already heard it. Um, what do you think they gave Pop Tate? What did Jug? What did Jughead give Pop Tate? Not money. The whole That's no, of sure. course not. No, fucking course not. Uh, no, they gave like uh, they gave they all got together and gave him something. A golden hamburger. <laughs> Be much better. They gave him a fucking school jacket. What? And then Pop Fuck was you. like, and then probably Pop, not even his size. <laughs> no, probably definitely, well, definitely not his size. I would think. And Pop was like, "Oh, I had to drop out of school to help my dad, so this meant means a lot to me to now have a Letterman jacket." What? Yeah, we do find out that there was an original Pop, so that kind of clears up the conversation we had a couple of episodes ago about whether or not he was immortal or a Time Lord. He is not a Time Lord. Um, there were so two there Pops. No, no crisis Boo. on infinite pops. Boo. pops. Bad writing. I I fought really hard in the writers' room for that, and <laughs> I got. <laughs> Look, Jason. No one ever fights hard in the Riverdale writing room. Okay, the Excuse first me. thing you come up with is what goes on the page. <laughs> I was there, Andrew. Okay, I was there. So I love how they they it was like they actually do a pretty touching scene here. I liked it. I thought it was cute. I thought it was nice. What do you think about this, Melissa? Uh, are you talking about like the the speech? Yeah, and, like, speech the, was good. The, yeah, the pop. I, I think that Jug really, you know, brought it. He brought some heart and soul to the occasion. I love how he really sketchy Jughead it. looks. I love how sketchy Jughead looks in every scene now. Like I don't know what they. Oh, like, he looks kind of gross now. Yeah, He's they all, just like, like captured that like gross. Like it looks like that like Jughead has been in quarantine for twenty years, but he didn't even know there was quarantine kind of thing. Like he's. Just, I mean, that makes sense. That's probably actually what happened. <laughs> that's true um what i like even more though is that we get a shoney scene now we do we do Ooh. have a shoney scene we do have a shoney scene because uh cheryl comes to uh you know say goodbye to pop tate she wants to be like a, hey you know pop was uh, was nice to me she um, says that he always drops some kindness into her order no matter what her order was yeah, oh, like a kind some human kindness. Some human kindness is very sweet. It Sounds very, sweet. Yeah. very Cheryl, unappetizing, but okay. Cheryl, Cheryl, <laughs> do, Cheryl does seem wow. like again she is bringing uh, the acting to a, a level that the the rest of the characters are still not at just yet. So she's very forlorn. Like she's very she's ve- subdued. Yeah, she's very subdued. Like her fire has gone out. Yeah, she's kind of sad. I don't like it. Um, no, but uh, it's really good acting, though. Like, the acting oh, yeah. is real good. So, But I want fiery Cheryl. You know what I mean? You'll oh, yeah. Don't we all? We'll eventually get it back. We'll get it back. Okay? She'll, like, I don't know, like, fuck up those debt collectors. Um, she'll probably nice. read the intolerable cruelty of the spotless mind or whatever that <laughs> that lady wrote last uh, Intolerable last cruelty of the spotless mind. <laughs> I don't know. I forget what rules of distraction. Oh, rules of distraction. That wasn't even close. (laughs) None of those words are in either of those two titles. I don't know how I came up with that. Anyway, I mean, I loved it. (laughs) That'll be my book title. Uh, It'll just be about this podcast. Uh, It's fine. (laughs) Uh, It'll be Bayseiden, and uh, (laughs) I'll call I'll call Jason Poseidon. And uh, I'll just call Valeska Wisteria. And then, you know, Wisteria. Like, Perfect. I love it. <laughs> as long as I'm not toothy. <sighs> well, that'll be your nickname. 
Like in the Greek mythology. That's what we all call Poseidon. Anyways, you would, you know, you know, you know. Um, so yeah, so uh, like Tony goes like, look, I know you don't really want to do this, but like if our love meant anything to you, you'll do this. It seems like Tony's kind of like manip- like hardcore manipulating Cheryl in this scene, um, which kind of kind of sucks a little bit. But like, is good from like it makes sense with the thing, but it kind of sucks for Cheryl. It kind of feels like she's being used, right? Um, but she she kind of agrees to uh, help them fund their private school. So. And then she asks who the new teachers are going to be, which is a fair question. Crouton. Jason, who are going to be the new teachers for the school? Hmm. Mr. Honey. Nope. Mm. That's what you're talking about. I'm still, I'm still hanging out the beehive. I can't come out. Who's going to be the new teachers? It's going to be some of the kids. So it's Jughead. Yep. Keep going. And... Come on, you got this. It's really easy. It's really easy. Just go, it's really go. easy. Just keep going. Uh, Archie? Yes. Go on. There's two more. <laughs> Shut up. Veronica? <laughs> yep. Yes. There's one more. It's really I'm, easy. I'm pretty sure they don't let you be in the FBI and a teacher. <laughs> this show well, you would care. be wrong. This show doesn't give a shit. <laughs> so what is this, 21 Jump Street? The She's like, Quantico can fucking wait. I'm going <laughs> to teach... Unqualified. I'm going to teach this high school. What is she teaching? Shooting? Nobody knows. We never Shooting? find out what any of them are going to teach. Do any of them know math? We don't know. I mean, we obviously, don't know. Jughead's going to be the English teacher, right? Uh, I, mean, that's... Uh, I don't know. They'll fucking they'll fuck with us and put them on PE or something. Obviously, Archie's PE, right? That's uh, pr- Probably. Well, he's RRTC he has to be. or whatever. I don't know what that is. I, I wonder oh. how the... Um, the Rotus. I wonder how the, 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 kid, the parents will respond when they find out that Archie was in prison and is a teacher. Well, well, when they're announcing who the teachers are going to be, they don't bring up the prison thing. They bring up the fact that he was in the army. So uh, Yeah, and they're like, oh, American patriotism. America. Speaking yeah. as um, a veteran of the United States Army, it's not much different. Do you think that? Oh, so you're a teacher? No, being being in prison and being in the army. Uh, <laughs> oh, damn, that's dark, man. It's a fact, though. Like that, like the superhero Dark Man. Give me the fucking pink elephant. Anyways, oh. um, <laughs> what? That's a line in Dark Man. Excuse me. This dark, is this is why dark Sex man. Archie is beating. I need us to see that movie shit. again. <laughs> this is why Sex point, Archie is more popular. At one than we point, are. <laughs> Liam Neeson is. Is trying to win an elephant, and he gets really mad. He's like, "Give me the fucking pink elephant! Give me that fucking pink elephant!" That movie's so good. It is a great it's, movie. It is it a is great, great movie. It is great. Um, you know what else is great? How Tony looks at the school board meeting because she looks amazing. Yeah, she does look pretty great. She does look pretty great. Um, they 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 claim that it's only going to be like a month or two. By the way, it's only going to be a month or two that they're going to teach, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> then what? That's going to be like. Well, that'll give Weatherby time to find people who are qualified. I guess that's how, how that works. You just put unqualified teachers until some show up that can actually teach the class. Yeah. yeah. So Tony announces this at the meeting. She's like, hey, we have a donor and we're going to let these like fucking idiots teach our children. Everyone is like, everyone is like, woo! Wow, this is amazing. Wow, it's so cool that they've got new teachers. And then all of a sudden, like, uh, you know, Hiram then goes, 
Okay, call to order. Um, this town sucks. Let's in unincorporate it. Is anything anyone opposed? So a bunch of people said, oh, yeah, we're opposed. Anyone for it? A bunch of people lift up their hands, and he goes, well, majority wins. This town no longer exists. Get fucked. And that's and the then, end of the episode? Yeah, no more Riverdale. No, 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 that's not the end of the episode. That's just uh. the end of that scene. No more Riverdale, though. What are they going to call it now? Sex Archie? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that podcast is great. I'm just uh, just mad that I chickened out. Uh, nope, there are rivals. Myself. I'm sorry. You're, um, you've created a mortal enemy. <laughs> look, okay. I hope they I'm talk sure, about us. I am, I, I, look, I am sure that's a ch stonewall prep to uh, this <laughs> this dinky <laughs> the dinky population of Riverdale High. Right, yeah. correct. Um, we are the underdogs. With um, unqualified teachers, yes. Yes, of course. Uh, unqualified podcasters. Well, that's not true. Valeska's very qualified. Um, she went to Barnard. Um, it's true. <laughs> so Jeff's agent wants him to write about Riverdale's demise, and Riverdale is so good at naming things. What do you think his agent wants him to call the book? This is the worst. This is, like, really This is bad. very, very bad. This is a very, very bad. It's a book it's about the death of a small town. What are we going to call it? It is. It Ooh. is. So, again, think about a Netflix movie that made a splash for all the wrong legions by the narrator from Arrested Development. <laughs> it's Hillbilly Elegy <laughs> what, what? for a small town. Elegy for a small town? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> to write about tragic Americana because they thought that the fucking speech he made for someone's retirement was so good, an entire fucking book should be written about it. Fuck you. What the fuck? <laughs> like, can you imagine? <laughs> what a. Like, is that how everyone from Riverdale got their jobs? <laughs> like, look, here's what I would have said if I was a valedictorian. I obviously wasn't the valedictorian because I'm applying to be a you know, Riverdale. So uh, this is what I would have said to my class. And like, what the fuck? Here's my grandpa's will. I wrote it for him. And so I was like, oh, damn, that will is so good. He's dead, so it's tragic. Still, still, that title is better than the actual um, Hillbilly Elegy, which is horseshit. So, you know, I don't even know anything about it. It's horseshit. That's all you need to know. Well, there you go. It's shit from a horse. Dang, dang, man. <laughs> yes. Then we cut back to the household of the Bettys, um, the Coopers. I don't know why I call them the Bettys. Uh, anyways, uh, Alex is drinking wine. Alice is drinking white wine. And I just want to point that out because I miss drinking white wine and being white wine wasted. It was such a great feeling. This is um white wine allergy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I could have been a hit at so many book clubs. White wine wasted allergy. Veronica has our very final piece of Riverdale. Stirpiece. Riverdale Stirpiece Theater. I'm not coming home just yet. I'm going to stay in Riverdale a little bit longer, Chad. Oh, why is that? My alma mater, Riverdale High, has fallen on hard times and needs my help, so I'll be teaching there. That's absurd. No. No. What's absurd 
is you freezing our credit cards, especially since I made most of the money that's in our joint accounts. Yeah, so if they're not unfrozen in, say, the next 30 minutes, I'll consider it an act of aggression. You know, like you having me followed. And the next time you see me, it'll be on Wall Street, on the floor, when the market's open Monday morning. And this she-wolf will tear your throat in front of all the other alpha dogs with zero hesitation. Is that it, then? Are we done? You have 30 minutes to reactivate our cards. Oh, shit. She's going all she-wolf of Wall Street again. I love her in that scene. So good. I also love that Chad calls the um, whole teaching thing absurd, which is very much the truth. He is not wrong, but he is a piece of shit. (laughs) He Uh, can be both. They're not mutually exclusive. Right. The sun shines even on a dog's ass some days. You know what I mean? Okay, one. What's wrong with dogs' asses? They're Um, nice. Dogs have asses. Save it for your dog ass podcast. Okay, whatever. This is dog ass Archie next <laughs> next episode. My favorite, honestly, this she wolf will tear out your throat in front of all the other alpha dogs with zero hesitation. Is um, I is, love that line. Is magic. It's very good. Do you believe in magic? You have thirty Party. minutes to reactivate our cards, or the she wolf will bite your fucking throat out. Check. Yum 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 gonna do alpha dog centipede if you don't fucking act up <laughs> oh my god <laughs> alpha dog i don't know um so archie and betty be texted Ooh, modern wow they text now wow um, <laughs> they were t- sending those cute little emojis back and forth after they made out that one time <laughs> that's right that's right on their 2014 phones so he gets a knock at the door. Guess who it is? Oh, it's Jughead. Oh, man. Jughead wants to move in. So Archie's like, all right, I guess I guess he can move into this house that I guess I'm kind of illegally swatting quadding in. Right. Like, right. Might as well. <laughs> Betty then tries to call Polly because Polly hasn't be- seen all day. So she calls Polly and she's like, I'm so sorry, Polly. Let's be better. Be friends. And you're like, oh, this is sweet. I wonder what Polly's doing. Cuts to Polly. She's running away from a serial killer. Nice. Well, it's From the, the trash it's the, bag. Well, it's, well, it's the trucker know. one. It's the trucker. We don't know if it's the same. We don't know. No. We don't know. Although, again, we talked about like how weird, like if the trucker is the trash bag killer, it would be just really weird that he ended up in Riverdale. I feel like Riverdale has like a weird like black hole gravity kind of issue that just like draws well, people in. Well, and that's why. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. talk about the fact that we completely failed to notice how fucking screwed up the timeline was uh, last episode because okay so before they open up the in like the very last episode when they open up the time capsule jason Mm -hmm. they are doing it on the 75th anniversary of i believe it's 1945 which would have meant would meant that it was opened in 2020 Sure. Yet last episode, Veronica says it's 2021, Chad. So somehow um, we are missing six years. Six years are missing from the time. I think it's more like It's likely... time dilation because of the black hole effect in Riverdale. Time just moves differently there. Or it's possible they just don't know how to fucking count. Crisis. That's also probably possible. <laughs> Which Crisis is why they became the teachers Riverdales. of Riverdale. Crisis on Infinite Riverdale. Uh-huh. That's how it's all going to end. 
It's just gonna be great. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's so that's great. the episode. Yeah, that was the episode. Wow, it was a great episode. Was it an okay episode? Does anyone have anything to plug, or do I need to edit this question out? I feel sad that we no longer do river punch ratings. I feel like we should. I feel that like I missed the slam book too. Well, yeah. I think that the best Riverdale name is Miss Crouton. And I think that um, Chadwick Gecko is the best Riverdale name. Ooh, so. I forgot about that one. They're tied. Tied for things that make you want to die. Um, <clears throat> how many river punches would you give this, Jason? Oh, I don't know. This seems like sort of a... I mean, some interesting stuff happened. We had some interesting names. We had some really stupid plot lines, but not really like the ludicrous stuff that I look for in Riverdale. Do you know what I mean? Um, this show is know. better than Breaking Bad right now. So What's that? This is better than Breaking Bad right now. Um, okay. Um, I'll give it... You're missing out. 52 River Punches. 52. Mm, that's fair. That's fair. I bring it. I give it um, seven illegally conducted uh, FBI incursions onto uh, space that uh, is unclear as to the ownership of. Out of mm-hmm. twenty. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna pull a Veronica, and I'm gonna give it thirty thousand river punches for three reasons. Um, reason number one, the shower sex scene. Reason number two. I'm going to say is um, the she-wolf tearing out the throat line, which nice. was very, very good. Nice. And you get uh, Choni, right? And we get Shoni. Very brief Shoni, but I feel like there was some promise there. And yeah. I hope we see a lot more of it. I have a question. Next episode is back to school, right? Oh, no respect. No yeah. respect. Who is... <laughs> yes, that's my dad. Who is... <laughs> I'm teaching five classes. My name is Kevin. No respect. No respect. <laughs> so we're saying Kevin's the Rodney Dangerfield of the back to school scenario? Is that what they we're They have saying? me teaching gym when I got a degree in drama. No respect. No respect. I also just want to point out that when Kevin announced that he was teaching phys- or um, sex ed, Archie smirked because he is a child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I told Archie I have gonorrhea and he just laughed in my face. No, no respect. He totally would. No respect. <laughs> what if Jesus. it's the invisible bear? Like the invisible bear just comes back. Could be wearing a bow tie and we don't know it. Keep straightening no, it. You can only see the bow tie. Please, just like, take it's like my invisible bl- wife bear. Please, take her. <laughs> my invisible wife left me after I got beat up by a high school kid and dog. No respect. <laughs> Back to school. I really hope that references that movie. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> what I mean, it's got week? to. What uh, was this week's episode? The Homecoming. Oh, well, this, that doesn't even work. There's like no homecoming. I mean, other than they came home, but they yes, came well, home. It's a literal homecoming. Yes, I mean, that's literally what that means. <laughs> literally what that means. And it starts with Jughead saying you can't go home again, right? So that's kind of. You funny. can't go home. Mm-hmm. Sound like a fucking country song. Do you want me to read the um, synopsis of next week, or are we not doing yeah, it? Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Okay. <clears throat> it's titled Bulldog Pride. Archie, Betty, Veronica, and Jughead prepare for their first day as Riverdale High's newest teachers. Veronica introduces her husband, Chad, to the group. Uh-oh. <laughs> After he shows up unexpectedly in Riverdale. Oh, that Chad. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, I, I that really... Scamp. 
that lovable um, scamp Chadwick. I real, re- I guess is it Chadwick is going back to school? <laughs> no, no respect. Take my wife, Veronica, please. <laughs> my wife comes to Wall Street and shows me up. No respect. She comes to her hometown. <laughs> and I have to cut off the credit card. Oh God! Um, I get her a clapper, JX. She's give me a clapper. Fuck you. No respect. <laughs> I like that Rodney Dangerfield. You know, I really, really, um, you know, miss David Lynch, but Rodney Dangerfield, I, I enjoy him. I'm glad he's here. <laughs> um, after realizing they're out of funds, Archie and Tony turn to Cheryl for help restarting the football and cheer teams. They're oh. like, oh my god, she already showcased. Many- so she told Tony that she barely had any money anyway, yep, and then Tony took like the teacher money. Now they're gonna take like football money from her. I feel bad for Cheryl, who is being exploited. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is Cheryl the Rodney Dangerfield? Like, is that, is, is that what happened? There's no I'm, respect for is Cheryl. Is Tony Cheryl's <laughs> Findom? Is that what's happening? Oh, my God. Maybe. <laughs> whoa, whoa. What if this is uh, Dukes of Burgundy? That was, a, that was a movie, right? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Dukes. Uh, I mean, it sounds like a thing. That, that sounds like it happened, yeah. <laughs> Good Dukes of Burgundy. The, the Duke of Burgundy. That was the that was the movie that was all about a nice lesbian dom relationship. Oh, okay. I am seriously got, taking notes. Yeah. It's got a twist. <laughs> Someone gets peed on, but it's still romantic. Oh no, Someone I'm erasing on. that note. <laughs> it's romantic. Finally, it's real, Be- Betty, it's really Kevin, and nice Alice thing. follow a lead after learning that Polly may be in trouble. I don't remember if someone gets peed on. Save it for your pee podcast. <laughs> That's suitable for sex, Archie, not for milkshakes and mimosas, okay? This um, is a classy podcast. <laughs> following that, we then get fire in the sky, so I'm interested to see the following week who gets abducted by aliens and anally probed. I Ooh, guess we'll I can't that. wait. But we'll, we'll com- read more about I come that back for school and I get abducted like Travis Walton. No respect. <laughs> no respect. Those grays went right in my ass. No respect. <laughs> I asked them to probe me. They say I want it too bad. No respect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good Rodney. Lord. Rodney, I love you. Okay, thanks, guys. Have a good day. Bye.